We've all imagined them, or maybe even seen them on TV or in a movie. Epic conquests that test your outermost limits and change what you believe is possible. Maybe it's crossing an Ironman finish line or finishing 100 miles through the Rocky Mountains. But with work and family and bills, those often seem out of reach for the average guy. Or maybe they're just reserved for the lucky ones who train for a living or have less on their plates. Well, we're just not willing to accept that. Yes, we have jobs and wives and kids, and we certainly aren't pro athletes. We're just average dudes, rejecting an average life. This is the 3OK Runners Podcast. Welcome back to the 3OK Runners Podcast. This is episode number 38. This is Jeff, joined by Chief and Brother Jared. And we are here to talk 2022's running race plan. I think we're kicking around a bunch of races leading into Leadville in August. And we're coming up with an outline to try to get some miles in, uh, get some training runs in, and also to see a couple of new races for us uh, that are outside the normal. Maybe meet some more trail runners, see if we can come up with uh, maybe a couple of backup um, like pacers. And so we'll see how this goes. Chief, I know you can't pace both of us at the same time. <laughs> I will more than happy pace you guys as much as we can, as much as I can anyway, for you guys during the race. I want to be there and I want to participate. I want to be like a like a horse in the stable if you guys don't let me pace with you guys. Something, somewhere. I might just run randomly and just pretend like I'm on a training run. <laughs> can't stop me, right? Put your Bumps headlamp on and, and keep going. Yeah, right? I'm going to borrow your headlamp. I had that. I just talked with Beth yesterday. Kid you not, we're driving home from skiing, and I was like, you know, what's crazy is, had Jeff not had 15 headlamps, because you left my headlamp in the car, charging, <laughs> remember when I asked you what a headlamp was, you said it was charging in the car, if I needed it, and I was like, uh, yeah, I definitely need it, thank God you had yours though, so I'll just borrow yours for next time too, right? Yeah, I will uh, do my best, I try to have enough in case the batteries run out for all of us. <laughs> And a few other, few other random <laughs> runners, too. So what is your, we'll start with you. What is your upcoming race plans? What have you registered for so far? So I'm, I'm looking um, in March. I, I want to do the 4x4x48 the four by four by challenge. That's David Goggins' challenge. Um, that has been an enjoyable thing the last two years, and it's been very different the last two years from in my neighborhood to you know, at the state park and I'm anxious to iron out some details on when we're going to do that and where. Um, and so I'm excited for that. That's a difficult experience. Especially. Yeah. You, you called it an enjoyable experience the last two years. Do you really think that's the right word for that? I, I think it, the last two years were enjoyable because they're done. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I look back and I go, wow, I, you know, I, I've done that twice. Yeah. It was really, it was really nice. Um, I do not look forward to the second night, but I, I think that's one of the best challenges you could do. That that borderlines on just as hard as any of the, the ultras that uh, I've done. I think it's hard. I think that the second night trying to wake up and go do something, plus the, you know, it you're sore and stiff and stuff. It's It's kind of, I remember us talking even last year, Sure would be nice to just like go ahead and finish it off, right? Like yeah. not do four and rest and wait another four hours. Just go ahead and finish it off. Um, and so I think that the uh, it's 
the more we do that challenge, so I've done it twice also it, under kind of two different circumstances. Um, the, the more familiar I get with it, like the harder it gets. Um, and so I'm not, I, I'm in for it, but I'm not looking forward <laughs> to it at all because the, the sleep deprivation and then just like the, the feeling of your body for that second, you know, 12 to 24 hours sucks. Yeah, it's a weird mix of excited, then transitioning to what what am I doing, to transitioning to I'm not even sure I can actually finish this. Um, but, you know, hopefully we can drag a few more people into it with us. It was definitely more enjoyable with people around oh, yeah. and, you know, somebody else getting up and doing it with you. That was <laughs> much different than trying to get out of my own house yeah. At four in the morning. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was much more difficult. Yeah. My buddy Tim in Tulsa, he reached out, asked if we were doing it this year because him and his buddies want to do it up in Tulsa. And then Blake, he reached out and he was wanting to see if we can hook up and do the four by four. I know ours will have to be a couple couple weekends after the actual <laughs> inaugural day of the well, Yeah. So you, you, yeah. you guys, what, what dates are we looking at tentatively doing this four by four by 48? I would love to put it out there and get some more people to do it. Um, I think that it is unquestionably better to do it with a group <laughs> Um, it's, yeah. it's more enjoyable. Um, it's also like, you know, it's nice to have that built in accountability too. Um, I, I, I remember the first year I did it on my own, same thing, Jeff, I was doing it out of my house, which I do not recommend if you've got a family and stuff like trying to do it out of your house and out of your like nice warm bed at home. You're it's, it's tough. Um, <laughs> I remember one night I had set my alarm and I, and it went off and I guess I snoozed it or something sort of in my stupor. And then when it went off again, I was late for one of the runs, right? So let's say I was supposed to start at four and then my alarm's going off. It's like four eighteen, And so then I'm laying here having this like battle in my mind of, <laughs> Did I screw it up? Should I quit, right, because I'm late for this run? Or should I just get up and go do it right now and say, okay, I was 20 minutes late for one of the runs, but I'm still doing it. And I remember it, I for probably two minutes, I sat there going back and forth going, well, I've ruined it. I should just go back to sleep. It's over for me. Um, and, and I thank God I got up and went and did it um, well, because that was stupid. But it would have been so nice to know there's somebody outside standing next to the fire waiting on me to do this. It would. It's definitely much better with other people. And uh, that's what I found to be the most difficult part was the mental challenge of it all. And then you're stiff getting out of bed, and that's like a first 100 feet. You're just like hobbling around, and then you get warmed up, and then you, and you finish. But... Like, uh, we're, we're sleeping on the rocks, you know, in, in Jeff's trailer, <laughs> you know, the mattresses back in that oh, bunk room yeah. are, you know, for a man my size, I'm basically, my shoulder blades are sleeping on the concrete. It felt like I had like a, a Viking or a small grizzly bear underneath me in the bunk <laughs> beds. Every time you moved, it, the whole thing shifted. And, uh, but like my buddy, I think my buddy Tim, he was asking me, he's like, well, you know, uh. I don't know if I've trained as much, but I was like, hey, you could walk to four miles. Like, it, you don't necessarily have to run the whole thing. It's more of the challenge of getting up and, and doing it and going back to bed. And that's the hard part. Absolutely. And I, I actually, one of my plans for this year is to back off the pace 
um, and try to feel better throughout the entirety of it. Um, you know, I mean, I, I remember last year we were running, you know, we were on trails, but we were still running, you know, 10, 10, 30 type pace. Um, and this year I'm going to back that off a little and try to be a really nice, smooth, easy on my body, maybe something closer to like between 11 and 12 pace. It's still a 45 minute run. It's not bad. Still right? a 40, 45 minute run. Um, and you know, ultimately what I'd like to be able to do is finish it a little stronger than I did last year. Um, I mean, I remember some of those last couple sessions. Um, I, I was walking quite a bit of them. Um, and I'd like to see if I can finish it a little bit stronger this year. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe that also will encourage some other folks to, um, you know, get involved too, because you know, these are not fast runs. They don't need to be. Um, it's just, it's not about the speed getting them in. No, this is, this is about all the excuses you can make as opposed to just getting out there every four hours and getting it done. I mean, you guys were going to softball tournaments. I mean, you were doing dad and the runs. Which was impressive. <laughs> they were, you had to wake up in the middle of the night and drive, drive home and check on your wife because she wouldn't answer the phone and the alarm was going off at your house or something. Remember that? There were no two drug heads and knocking on my door in the middle of the night. I don't know what. And, uh, and then of course Beth wouldn't answer the phone. And then I got and then. Off topic, I got stuck at the airport also, too, because she wouldn't answer her phone for like three hours uh, <laughs> a few a few weeks after that. So, But yeah, I had to drive in the middle of the night, and then, uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to be running. Get just, back. Just checking if you're alive. Uh, uh, we'll go back to running now. Well, but, you guys think about um, think about people you know who you may be able to talk into, you know, signing up for uh, the 4x4i48 with us. Um, yeah, and there's no true sign up. Doesn't cost you anything but your time. That's right? right, and you know who knows? We may we may have a little merch for them if yeah. uh, if yeah. they want to commit to it. So uh, the what, did you say the dates? March twenty seventh. So, so the actual four by four by forty eight uh, David Goggins challenge is the first weekend in March. Um, we are looking at actually the last weekend in March, which is the twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and twenty seventh. Um, and that, that seems to fit a little better in our future plans of what races we have coming up. But we're looking at that last weekend in March, um, which would be the 25th on a Friday and the 26th on a Saturday and the 27th is a Sunday. Last year March. we started at noon on Friday, yeah. which gave us that early morning Sunday early finish. Sunday finish, yeah. Um, which I like. I like it a lot. Yeah. So I, I would say, you know, starting midday Friday is uh, is the place to be yep. because yep. it sure is nice to finish up Sunday morning and um, and have that whole day. Another big like we've already said it, but a big tip is to get away from your house. Find somewhere to go do the run, wherever that is, find Somewhere away from your bed, away from your comfort zone, all the nice things that you have because it just makes it a little bit easier, I thought, to get it done, especially if you're doing it with friends, too. Like, we went to a state park, found some good trails, showers, there was bathrooms there. It was it was relatively pretty easy. Yep. Yeah, we um, might do something like that again this year. I've got a couple of ideas. Uh, I think we should. We have to. Incorporate showers and stuff. That, yeah. that made a huge difference the second go-around for me was quick cleanup, got me to sleep a little faster, and... The one thing I overlooked was uh, the dewiness. Like, we had great weather, but my clothes would oh, never get yeah. dry. 
Oh, you know, the end of March may give us a better, a little bit better, better weather also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe slightly warmer at night and, um, yeah. So it should be fun to get like a, a beautiful day surrounded by two not so great days. So we just get the full effect. Yeah. I don't know. I'll just take all nice weather. (laughs) Take it easy, Rambo. All right. The the, RJ here wants to run tough stuff. The the toughest part about doing it, if you do it out kind of at a campsite and you got a fire going and stuff is, you know, trying not to drink beer in between runs and stuff is a really tough. I didn't try. Yeah. I tried not to. At least limit. You should limit. You should pace yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No pun intended. All right. What other, what else you got, Jeff? You doing the Oklahoma City Marathon? I am, but um, a couple of weeks before that, we have the uh, Lake McMurtry Trail Run. And I know we've been eyeballing that one. That's a 50K. And that one comes the middle of April with the Oklahoma City Memorial Marathon, the uh, next to last weekend in April. And so that's, I think we're probably, I know I'm looking at doing both of them. So I'm excited about that. That'll be a, a tough month, but they're all going to be tough from here on out. I love the marathon. So I'm, I'm for sure in on the marathon. <laughs> I'm running the marathon too. I'm, I'm going to do both those races also. The Lake McMurtry, uh, 50K. And then the Oklahoma City Marathon. I I run the marathon sort of out of a like feeling of obligation. I, I don't know. I love it. It's honestly, it's I haven't done a ton of marathons, but it's certainly I think the best one I've ever done. Um, it's really well supported. The new course that they did for Oklahoma City a couple years ago is a vast improvement over the old course. It's an awesome course. It's a great marathon. It's really well supported. I love it. It's an incredible race. But I do it out of this weird sense of obligation because it's like, you know, the start line is 10 minutes from my house. And so <laughs> if the marathon's going on and I'm like at home on Sunday morning, you know, <laughs> flipping through the channels, I'm just going to feel like the biggest jerk in the world. And so I'm going to do it. And then also remember last year, because of the COVID, you know, pushbacks, the marathon happened in like October last year. So this was, you know, I ran Leadville and then I did nothing but sulk until I think the, <laughs> that run we did, the Draper Immortal <laughs> was the first run I had done after Leadville. And it was like, what? It was a 25 K, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah so we convinced chief. To I, I did that, this. which I barely finished. And then like <laughs> three weeks after that or something was the marathon. And so it was basically the second run I had done in three months or something. And it went bad. <laughs> I remember you saying that you deserved to be punished or something. <laughs> and I took the punishment. Uh, I thought I was going to have to DNF the uh, Oklahoma City Marathon. I really did. I, was, I almost quit, man. And uh, the only reason I did quit is by... Uh, my sister and brother-in-law, my brother-in-law was running his first marathon, Kale. Yeah. Um, and so they, they had all their little kids out. So, you know, all my little nieces were like checking on us. <laughs> and, and so if not for my little nieces, knowing that, you know, I was going to see them and have to tell them that I quit, uh, I would have quit. I mean, I was decided. And uh, because I knew they were waiting, I, I decided to keep on trekking. And I mean, I walked from probably mile 12 
to nearly mile 20 before I somewhat recovered and was able to slog a few miles at the end, pass a few people at the end. You know? <laughs> yeah, take some souls. Well, you know? <laughs> take some souls on my way to a six-hour marathon. <laughs> Not even an Ironman marathon, a six-hour regular marathon. I mean, that's just, and that's you know, that's with like the first twelve miles at probably a ten-minute pace. So if you figure up the math, how to get, to, I was running you know forty-five-minute miles for a while. Really, <laughs> really clocking them in. Yeah, yeah. And no, there's not much elevation, so uh, it was just flat roads and uh, a lot of self-pity. Oh man! I feel like it's a great advertisement to run the, the Oklahoma City Marathon. So, <laughs> so I had to. It's, I need to, you know, at least redeem myself to some degree this year, and maybe slide in just under five hours, hopefully. <laughs> yeah the the new course at the marathon is something I'm I'm really looking forward to, and I'm I'm also looking forward to it being back in springtime. Um, you know, we, I've, I've done a couple of runs there where the weather was dodgy and a couple where it was absolutely perfect. And I'm anxious to see those neighborhoods, especially those new neighborhoods where the course goes, um, kind of North Oklahoma city over by the lake and see what that's like in springtime. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. That was there were an amazing couple. surprise, surprising, like uplifting point right before you start heading back. There were some awesome neighborhood parties happening. Oh, gosh. Uh, Like, and, you know, there always is in the uh, Crown Heights area Mm -hmm. of the marathon. So, like, in the first seven, eight miles. um, Like Gorilla Hill. Hill, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's Crown Heights. um, And they're always out. And it's that's a great part of the course. Well, there are several more parts of the course that are supported like that. Where people have, you know, rented food trucks and blow up toys and stuff in their neighborhoods and there's people everywhere and kids everywhere. I mean, honestly, it's the changes they made to the course are spot on in my view there. It's a great from beginning to end. It's a great course. There used to be some areas that were just kind of, you know, you could Mm -hmm. do without. Yeah. Not anymore. Nope. So have we convinced you yet chief to sign up for the marathon? Well, no, I mean, because I was going to do the finisher jacket at the start. This year. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. It's finisher jacket weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How am I, yeah, like, yeah, like, right. I going to see you off with my jacket <laughs> if I true. do the marathon? She's going to be running in his finisher jacket. He's like so sweaty. It's like, dude, it's 80 degrees. What are you doing? It's super. They, no, kid you not. They sent me another one in the mail. I have two now. Really? Yeah. I'm like, why Why would you send me another one? But huh. I don't know. Weird. Wow. I don't know. You, you don't wear one for every time. day of the week. I do, I do, I do two pop collars, <laughs> finisher jacket. Um, but no, so with the Outlaw Race Series, if you haven't looked into that, they do they do multiple. I think five or six different races in Oklahoma and Kansas, and they do they put seem to put on a really nice event. There's the Lake McMurtry one, and it's going to be April 9th. That's up in the Stillwater area. They claim to be what the oldest race in Oklahoma. I think right, the oldest trail run, oldest trail run, and then. Um, if you didn't know, I found out if with an adult outlaw series sign up, you get one free kid entry to for any distance also. So I always wanted to get my kids involved, but I'm not really wanting to spend like $40, $50 for a sign up for a eight-year-old. But uh, if they get a free race entry, then um, I think it'd be cool. If, if you're thinking about doing that, you can get your kids involved. They can run the 5K, get a medal, finish kind of like you do, and 
maybe start capturing them to want to do that more and more and more. So I, I think, think it's, it's a great start for them. I do too. I think it's a good idea. It's a good yeah. thing to do. And then we've got... Uh, so that's April. Right. And then we move into May and we're going to push the mileage up in May because we're looking at a 50 miler called the Flower Moon. Flower Moon. Osage State Park. Yep. That should be a, a great scenic run. I heard it's really nice up there, up in the Pahuska area. I've never been up to the one, but they said it's really nice. We're probably looking at taking the uh, mobile studio there. I have the last campsite there. Do you really? I did. How big is your trailer? Can't be over 30 foot. Oh, we're out. Does that include the the tongue? No. Are you a 29 footer? Mm, I don't think so. I think he's like 35. Yeah, I think it's 35. We could take my trailer. It's not as big. Mm, I mean, I suppose I could make do. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Make it work. I like it. For 50 miles, I may not be in the trailer much. It might take me a long time to get 50 miles knocked out in May. Remember how late we finished that Coyote run? I do. Remember? Yep. Like, it was late. Yep. I, I, we stumbled over to that shower member <laughs> i do remember oh, that, that, that shower was, was great though no no one of them remember one of them, one of them flooded them, or something right i feel like one of them was good and one of them would like get super hot too hot and then one it was the it shower was i had was nice hot water that's weird oh jeff had the nice one over there <laughs> this has been information useful 12 months ago <laughs> the uh but yeah, no, you're right. It that uh, I don't know what the course is like at Flower Moon. Um, I'm doing that one too. Yeah, um, I don't know what the course is like, but the Coyote Run we finished fairly late in the evening. We did. I mean, I, I was 11 hours and 30 minutes, and then I think you came in at uh, over 12 at, at something. So that's a long day. It's a long day. <laughs> yeah, it's a 50 long miles day. is a long time to run. And then what we got? And then we jump into June, right? Jump into I mean, June. That's, so that's the May 50 miler. And then we jump oh, into man. June and Chief and I are running the Leadville Marathon and you've got the Leadville Run Camp the next weekend. Yep. I'm really excited about that. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of enchanted with Leadville. Like I'm, I'm not doing the 100 mile this year, but I feel like I have to go Leadville and run whatever distance there is. So when Jared was like, I'm doing the marathon, I was like, oh, dude, I got to go. I have to go Leadville Marathon. I got to run in Leadville, different course. Um, they were, cause we, that was the same time last year that we went up for the course preview. That's right. Right. So Just we cool. saw those guys off last year. So it'd be cool to go up there and see it and then run it this year and, uh, hang out in Leadville. Leadville's just cool in general. It's just. You can wear your finisher jacket. One of them. I'm not going to wear my because yeah. I feel like there'll be a lot of jackets. It wouldn't be as jackets. rare around yeah. there. You know, you wouldn't get the same I'll kind just of attention. Into the crowd, you know, yeah. Blake, Blake <laughs> sent me some pictures there was a, at the Outlaw 100, there was a couple finisher jackets there. So, but nice. do they have two? Oh, that's a good <laughs> question, right? Come on. Yeah. So, I'll just wear both of them so I can stand out. Um, oh, that's exciting. Run, run camp, if you don't remember, but the run camp's what, a week long up in Leadville? Yeah, it's actually four days. Um, but when you get there, the first run is a night run. And so the first run is at night and it starts at the first aid station and runs back to town. And that's how you start the first day. So, oh, uh-huh. so you start May Queen and run back to Leadville? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And then the second day is May Queen to Twin Lakes, I believe. Um, and then they oh, wow. have they have like meals and stuff kind of set up for you. And then you get a 
a question and answer series with uh, the people who are putting on the run camp. And so I think that will be quite beneficial. And evidently, lots of people that do the run camp are people who have done Leadville uh, multiple times. And so I think it will be a lot of knowledge for me. You mean the people who put it on or the people that go to the camp? The people that both. Gotcha. People that put it on and the people that go to the camp. Um, lots of them are repeat yeah. uh, people. And so I'm excited to hear other perspectives and what my experience ranked and where people may have, you know, doing the run camp this time to be more successful in their run the the second time, the third time through. Yeah. Uh, kind of similar to the approach that I'm taking, which is the first time you crash and burn. And you try to reevaluate, and one of the reevaluations was trying to get to that race in a little more solid place. And so that's where I think the knowledge for me at the run camp will be uh, invaluable. If there's anything, any tips or, or uh, questionnaires that you do while there, you may ask them that uh, if they're going to have a water station in between <laughs> Outward Bound and... <laughs> Freaking Twin Lakes. Sure, there's water in the containers. Remember that? Yes. I was so excited to hit that. I was like, oh, that one that one rogue one in the middle of nowhere is yeah. coming up. We get the, there. The Mount Elbert Mini Aid Station. That's what it was. Yeah, Mount that's Elbert. not a Mini Aid Station. <laughs> this is not an aid station <laughs> at all. It's not an aid station at all. <laughs> it's an oasis. It's an oasis in the mountains. So I recommend, if there's any any, any recommendations, they're taking any sort of like tips or advice, I'd maybe start with water there. That would be great. <laughs> I'm still a little sour about it. So July, Jared's gonna take it easy. I, yeah, I don't. I don't ha- have anything planned right now. Mm-hmm. Um, gonna obviously listen to some direction from my Leadville coach on what what I should be doing. Um, and so I don't know if that is gonna mean. There's not really any races very much. I can't think of any races in Oklahoma in July anyway, except for maybe the dark and dirty, but it's at night in July in Oklahoma. But typically that's pretty dead season for races because it's so stinking hot out here. Yeah. Maybe we should kick around an idea of doing maybe a century ride in July. I know a couple. Oh, the hotter, the hotter than hell one. No, that one's in August. Is that it? one's almost the same time we'll be in Leadville, but there, oh. there's a, that, that's not a bad idea. Um, I, I am itching to get some cross training and stuff in. So I've been kind of play, like, playing with the strength training and the Peloton. And how's the Peloton been? Good. I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. It's, how's the four o'clock thing going? Oh, well, actually, so I've, I'm getting better at it. Here's why I figured out this is, this is so weak, but <laughs> <laughs> Beth wanted me to ask. Like, I, I figured out <laughs> that four o'clock Mountain time is five o'clock here. <laughs> <laughs> so, which, by the way, you know, I mean, Leadville is an hour earlier. That's true. So, if I wake up at five here, it's four there. It's the same thing. Since I've given myself that uh, courtesy, I've been more successful than not. Oh yeah, that's yeah. actually is. So I'm. It's it's. I'm, well, it's yeah. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But I lose that battle. I like the thought process of, you know, small steps in the right direction are still better than no steps. Uh, yeah. They just passed all, they passed the House committee to get rid of daylight savings time in Oklahoma. So you might be getting back to that four o'clock. They seven. better not. They better not. <laughs> True story. <That's> <laughs> I've got a lobby. 
I'm going to be on the steps of the Capitol. You'll be the one of one. One of one. <laughs> Daylight savings day is necessary. I would love to hear the arguments that they not get rid of it, right? <laughs> and then we got, of course, level 100 in August. Um, that's assuming, Jeff, you don't have anything in July, right? There's nothing. Nope. Nope. So you guys are going to go out there, bang out the 100, get it done. But I'm going to be there to witness you guys cross. I'll have off some beers for you for the finish. And then uh, and I have a 100-miler in October, which is the Arkansas Traveler. It's one of the older 100s also in the United States. So it, it's got some decent – It's what I liked about it, what was uh, kind of made, drew, drew me to that one was that it wasn't loops. It was an out and back. And it's in the Wachita National Forest in Arkansas. So it's really pretty. Tons of great elevation. So it's 13,000 feet of total climb. But obviously the elevation starting out is nothing near Leadville. I think it's like 2,000 feet as you kind of play around there. So it'll be fun. Uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be cool to see a different one too. I think it'll be Absolutely. great. Yeah. That's supposed to be one of the races to do, uh, partly historical, but partly because of the course setup. So I've heard it's a really good one. But it, again, we run into that problem of there's not a lot of people that finish or do races like this. So it's kind of like, well, you might run into one guy once a year. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a great race. It's like, well, that's one. One <laughs> guy. I don't know if I want to take one guy's advice on if it's a great race or not. Yeah. I mean, if he's wearing a finisher jacket, though. I don't know if they do finisher jackets. I might have to do my own. Really? <laughs> Make my own finisher. So jacket. you already have a template. No, I have a finisher vest. Maybe I just do the vest because my <laughs> arms aren't cold, but my chest is. Like a um, long sleeve. Maybe. So that that's a that's a big six months. It is. That's a big six months. It's yeah. it's February going into March, and that gets us all the way into September to October. And so I I think, what what are the potential um, downfalls to those races and where they fall and what are you guys most concerned about? Well, I want to do the flower moon, but my nephew's graduating high school that day. Apparently that's a big deal, you know? So I need to be there, but I'm going to try to see what time it is. Jared brought up a good question. Like if it's in the evening time, then you can run the race and then go to graduation. So maybe I'll pull that off. But my, my big thing would be, Taking it easy in July because, like, when we got you guys brought up a good point when we got to Leadville, was boy, we really we really put some miles on in early August, late July. Obviously, with Jared going to the hospital, <laughs> uh, so taking it easy would be the one thing coming up for me. We'd be taking it easy going to the big race, yeah. I, you know, the, the pitfalls that I see, um, first of all, are it, it's pretty intensive through March, April, May. Uh, and that's also the same time that my family life gets pretty intense with my kids stuff and we get more daylight and the weather's, you know, hit or miss sometimes. And so the potential pitfalls for me are just getting those done. Um, and then I for sure have got to, you know, get some advice, uh, but also, Keep in mind that, you know, I showed up at Leadville in August last year, I think, I think mentally ready to go, but physically beat down. Um, and so I, I want to show up, you know, all guns loaded 
this time? In lake season. Lake season's very hard to train and do lake season at the same time. Yeah, it is. Um, I struggle with that too, Chief. It's hard, man, because you want to have a couple beers at night, but every beer you drink is one minute later you're going to be waking up the next morning <laughs> to get up for your run, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, I mean, this year, um, now that we've we just finished wrestling season, and so there was, I had a lot of kind of extracurricular commitments um, up until this past couple weeks. Um and now, I think for me, my kids get busy too in the spring. Jeff, I've got three kids in baseball or softball, and then I've got one daughter who's venturing into the world of barrel racing. Um, <clears throat> and so we're going to get busy too. But this year, um, Leadville is the priority for my family. So I've kind of made it clear that – given the dilemma between a baseball game in the morning and a training run in the morning, I'm on the training run. And, um, and it's, a, you know, so it, in a way it's kind of a family sacrifice. Um, but I'm also taking my kids out to Leadville this year. And so, you know, it's, they're going to get to see the, the culmination of those sacrifices too. Um, and so, you know, maybe that, Maybe that evens out a little bit, but um, I think it's approved last year that unless this is the number one priority for those months, then it probably doesn't work out in my favor. And so, you know, doing something different this time around. I know. I wish that was the only thing that uh, last year at Leadville was I wish I had the, my kids there. So bringing your kids is going to be really cool. Because that's it's a unique, it's like a once in a lifetime thing, and so for them to get to experience that with you, I think it would be something super special. Yeah, that's why I like to. The kids will go out with me in October this year for that that one in Arkansas, just because I want them to be a part of that environment. You know, like we like my my dad had some health issues, and I was and I was talking with some friends. It's like, man, you know, my our parents' generation. My dad never put his shoes on and went for a run. You know, he's like, "Hey guys, I'll be back. I'm going to do a ten miler." You know, that this wasn't a thing. You know, dad would just dad worked hard and that kept dad in shape, and that's just the way it was. So, us, what we do is just a different lifestyle for our kids to where running and races and all these things was just going to be like, well, that's just what you do. You sign up for a race every year. You do something. You stay active. Um, yeah, because I've never seen my dad intentionally physically. Uh, work out at all ever so yeah and I mean I think just think about the feeling that we all have I mean think about the Leadville finish line Jeff us standing there waiting on Chief to come in I mean the what that does to you in terms of kind of opening up your mind about the possibilities and you know the capabilities of people um, is incredible Um, you know I, I think similar to why the the experience at an Ironman finish line is so moving to people. Um, it's, it really is, um, hard to explain. I think what that does to people, um, imagine learning that as a, as a 12 year old kid or a 10 year old kid, right? I mean, we, we saw and felt that for the first time as, as grown men, um, you know, and in some ways it kind of, 
it makes you look back and go, man, I wish I knew this earlier. Wish I had the ability to entertain these kind of ideas earlier. Um, and so I think I want my kids to see that and just know that like, dude, there's people out there that are doing some wild stuff and you can do it if you can just allow that to come into your mind as a possibility. Um, I almost, you, you gotta be exposed to it before it ever clicks of like, Hey, wait, I could, maybe I could do something like that. Yeah. Can you imagine what, like as a 10 year old realizing what's capable and what that would take you to be like, say 35 and like, where could you possibly be? Right. Pretty wild. Well, yeah. Just to keep an open mind of the possibilities, like you are, everybody lives in their own little bubble and until you step out of it, uh, you're kind of limited by those thoughts. So I, I really like, uh, you know, I, I want my kids not to, view it so much as like, oh, dad's going for a run or dad's getting on the bike. I want them to see that, oh gosh, this is another seemingly difficult thing that gets tackled um, and and done because I, I don't want them to shy away of something that in their mind might seem impossible, but it's only, it only seems impossible when they're thinking in their own little bubble and, and they're thinking small. And so there's, there's not a whole lot of things that you can do in your life that make you think bigger things. And so I think, you know, that's how you end up doing a hundred miles because, you know, when you start getting into different, different circles of friends, different circles, everybody's done this, everybody's done that. Oh gosh, nobody's done this or actually somebody has, but you're not with the right people. So you have to go find the people who have done that. And it just opens your mind a little bit. And I, I don't want um, my kids to be afraid of thinking maybe outside the box, which is kind of a... Well, that's a great point, too, because it can kind of get rid of some of that dad guilt if you can bring your kids along and give them context to what you're doing. Like, understand why dad has to go do this because he has this obligation that he signed up for to do. And so that Did way... Did you just appropriate mom guilt and turn it into dad guilt? <laughs> well, I had some. I felt like I felt bad going for runs all the time. And, and leaving the family, like if some of those runs we did, it was like all day, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, I did feel bad about it because I was asking, Beth had the kids all week long and then here comes the weekend, maybe a little time for her. There was no time for her. It was me again. I was going to go leave and go do back-to-back 20, 30-mile runs. And yeah. you're gone for a lot of the day and you come home then you just want to lounge. What do you want to do? I ain't doing any yard work. I'm drinking beer and I'm lounging around and well, I, I didn't have any guilt, but now I do. Maybe, <laughs> now, now that now that Chief has explained why I should have guilt. Well, this year, like you said, though, Leadville's a priority. Sometimes I think you have to. You just got to make some priorities. Yeah, you do. It's always my kids. I feel like it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I think Courtney would disagree <laughs> a little bit on that one. Well, you want to wrap it up, guys? Let's wrap it up. All yeah. right. So you can find Jeff at Jeff Boyer 75 on Instagram, myself at Savage Navy Chief, Iron Man Lawyer. And then we have the three OK Runners. A lot of our running posts are getting in there. Some of the stuff that people tag us in, we post it on there too. So tag us in your runs, tag us on what training you're doing, stuff on Instagram, and we'll we'll forward that into our three OK Runner deal. And 
4x4x48, we have the 3okrunners at gmail.com. So if you want to be a part of that 4x4 with us, just let us know. Reach out to us because the more the better. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll find a venue we want to do it at and, and we'll let you guys know. So other than that, appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next time.